there, it's Kathan, weekly host of the Homework Help Show. This week on the show, on episode 35, we go back to the foundations of APA format. I walk you through the four components of an APA paper and give you some tips on how to incorporate these important guidelines into your papers. Tune in for a brief lesson on APA format. Hi there, and welcome back to our channel. My name is Kathan, and this is episode 34 of the Homework Help Show. Here on the Homework Help Show, we provide you with valuable content for your academic and student life. Okay, this week I wanted to discuss APA format. Definitely not a favorite topic of most students. However, I thought it was really important to go over the fundamentals and the basics of this format because it is so common in college and university. If you're writing a paper for psychology, arts, or sociology class, it is likely that you will be using APA format. If you've never used this format before, it may be a little bit confusing and difficult to get used to. It might be different from some of the writing styles that you already know. However, practicing and understanding the basics will help you go a long way with it. While it may, may take a little bit of time to learn and to get used to, knowing APA format is a skill that you can carry with you well beyond your college and university years. Okay, so what is APA format? APA format is the official style of the American Psychological Association, and it is commonly used to cite articles in the psychological discipline. However, it is also used in sociology and other humanities courses. The APA style originated in 1929 uh, in an article published by the Psychological Bulletin, and this laid the foundation for what would later become the uh, American Psychological Publication Manual. So you might be wondering why APA format is so important in psychology and sociology. By using APA style, researchers and students writing in that discipline have guidelines to go by and they're able to communicate information across the board that everyone can understand. Sticking to a consistent style allows students and researchers to know what to expect in a research article. If you have ever taken a psychology or a social sciences class, then you're probably accustomed to using APA format. However, if you haven't taken it, you've probably used MLA or Chicago format. New college students are often quite surprised when they've been using a certain format for a long time and then they have to transition to APA format. Certainly, it can take some time to get used to and some adjustment. However, if you do know the basics and you have a few resources on hand, then it can become part of your regimen as a student. Okay. Let's discuss the four major components of your APA format paper. As you can see, I've made a note of them here on the board, and I will discuss each one in succession. <clears throat> Number one, you're going to have your title page. Your title page should contain a running head, the title, the author name, so your name, and your school affiliation. 
The purpose of the title page is to give the reader a quick glance about what your pa paper is about and who wrote the paper. Number two, you want to make sure that you always have an abstract in APA format. There may be times that your prof may not want you to include an abstract. However, this is the standard in APA formatting. It is a brief summary of your paper that directly follows your title page. According to APA format, an abstract should be between 150 to 250 words and no more. However, this can vary depending on discipline and depending on what your prof requires. So make sure that you are reading your syllabus and um, being certain what your professor is looking for. The third component of your paper is going to be the main body. For some, for something like an essay, the main body of your paper will include the actual essay itself. However, if you're writing a lab report or a research report, then your main body will be broken down into different components. The four main components of a lab report or a research report are the introduction, method, results, and discussion sections. Number four, the fourth component of your paper is the references section, and this is a very important section in the APA format. It will include a list of all of your sources that you used in your paper. If you cited any piece of information anywhere in your paper, it is so important to properly reference this section. We do have a couple of videos on proper referencing and citation and the importance of that, so make sure that you check that out on our YouTube channel. One handy rule of thumb to remember is that any source cited in your paper must be included in your references section, and any source listed in your references section must be somewhere in your paper. When I am doing my research, I tend to make a note of all the references I've used at the bottom of the page so that I can keep track of them, and I'm not rushed to find what references I used uh, when I'm trying to wrap up writing my paper. So that's just a little tip. Okay, let's move on to how to handle in-text citations in APA format. As you're writing your paper, it is important to include your citations in text, so that, in, that demonstrates that you have drawn information from another resource. These notations are called in-text citations, and APA format dicta dictates that when you are using APA format, in the text of your paper, use the author's name followed by the date of the publication. For example, if you were to cite Sigmund Freud's book, The Interpretation of Dreams, you would use the following format, which I've noted right here. Freud, comma, 1990, and you put it in brackets. So that's what it would look like within the body of your text. At the, begin, at the end of a paraphrased sentence. However, there are more in-depth details um, that we will discuss a little bit further, but I will also direct you to some resources that can help you learn a little bit more about in-text citations. So if you are using a, a citation like this within the body of your text, you will then want to include the extended information in your references section at the end of your paper. So remember, if you cite something within the body of your paper, it should be in your references section. If you cite something in your references section, it should be in the body of your paper. Just a rule of thumb. Okay, so here are some important tips for APA style referencing pages. Your references should begin on a new page. 
Title the new page references and center the title at the top of your page. Make sure that it is not connected to the body of your paper. This should be a page of its own. All entries in your references page should be in alphabetical order, starting from A and going to Z. All of your references will begin with the last name of the author, so make sure you are being attentive and putting them in alphabetical order in the proper format. The first line of the reference should be flush with the left margin, and then each additional line should be indented. So you can, you can use the tab key to tab over, so you'll have the first line of your reference flush with the left side, and then the next line below will be indented. It's called a hanging indent. While earlier versions of APA format required only one space after each sentence, the new sixth edition of the style manual now recommends two spaces. So make sure that you do remember that because that is one thing that your prof might be a stickler on and that's, not, that's something that a lot of people don't realize. So make sure when you finish the sentence to put two spaces afterwards. The reference section should also be double-spaced, so although you might see some references single-spaced, you will always want your reference section to be double-spaced as well as the body of your paper. And as I mentioned, all sources cited should appear both in text and on the reference page. Any reference that appears in your text or article should be in your references section and any item appearing on your references page should also be in your text. Titles of books, journals, magazines, and newspapers should always appear in italics. This is a good one to remember. And the exact individual reference may vary somewhat depending on whether you are referencing an author or several authors, a book or a journal article or an electronic source. So all of these references are going to look differently. Don't just learn one way of writing them and then do it standard across the board. Make sure you check with the guidelines because they are all different depending on what source you're using. It does pay some it does pay to spend some time looking at specific requirements of each type of resource so that you can make sure that your reference list is correct. Okay, so a few more helpful resources. Um, if you're struggling with APA format and you're looking for a good way to collect or organize your references as you work on your research, Consider using a free resource like APA Citation Machine, and there is also a bibme.com. These online tools can help you generate APA style references. However, always remember to double check these references for accuracy because they are not always 100% accurate, and they might not be up to date with the sixth edition of the APA formatting. You can also look at purchasing your own official copy of the Publication Manual of American Psychological Association. This might be something you want to do if you are in your master's degree or looking into doing a PhD. It's a great way to learn APA format and also a, a handy resource to check your own work. Also looking at examples of APA format can help just to get to use, you used to how you read APA formatting and then you'll become more accustomed with writing it. 
While APA format might see com seem complex, it will become easier once you familiar familiarize yourself with the rules and the format. The overall format may seem similar for many papers, but your instructor may have specific rules that they want you to follow, so always make sure you are reading your syllabus and, and ascertaining what your professor wants specifically. You can also look up guides online. There is OWL Purdue, which is a famous APA formatting resource, and I highly encourage you to check that out because that is an incredible resource to have at your fingertips. Okay, that is it for me this week, guys. If you liked that video, please give us a like and a thumbs up. And if you wanna see more of our content, make sure you subscribe to our channel so you can stay in the loop. If you're interested in checking out any more of our content, all of our social media platforms are linked in the description blocks below. And if you do have any questions, always give us a shout out on Instagram or Facebook, and you can connect with us on in the comments below as well. We'd be happy to hear from you and happy to answer any questions that you do have. I hope this video was a benefit. Have a good week, guys. Take care.